You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young, and I'm on my way to a cat fashion show. It's at the famed Algonquin Hotel here in New York City, home of Matilda, the infamous cat in various carnations that have lived there since the 1930s. And it's benefiting the Mayor's Alliance of NYC Animals, which is a wonderful organization that's an umbrella for about 150 shelters and rescues in the New York City area. We're going to be meeting and talking to some fabulous feline fashionistas today with creations designed by Ada Nieves, who is a wonderful pet fashion designer who we've interviewed here on Bark and Swagger before. So stay tuned to meet these fabulous creatures when we come back from a short commercial break. We'll be right back after a short pause. Wow, your place looks awesome. And that's the coolest cat bed I've ever seen. That's my Googie cat bed. Googie cat bed? Yeah, I got it online at googiecatbed.com. My cat needed a place to sleep, but leaving bags and boxes lying around made my place look messy. I wanted a real piece of furniture, something that fit in with the rest of my house. The Googie cat bed is perfect. The style is fun and the construction is rock solid. It's handmade right here in the U.S. Where can I get one? Just go to googiecatbed.com. That's G-O-O-G-I-E catbed.com. Cool. Pet Life Radio, the number one pet radio network on the planet, joins forces with iHeartRadio to put the power of your pets in your pocket. Awesome. Download the iHeartRadio app and rock Pet Life Radio on your phone, on your tablet, on your Xbox, in your car. Pet talk, pet tunes, and fun pet times. Pet Life Radio and iHeartRadio. Positively possum. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Bark and Swagger on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Jody Miller-Young, and we're here at the Algonquin Hotel for a cat fashion show fundraiser. And we're talking to Ada Nieves, who is the designer of all of these wonderful creations at the show. The theme this year, Ada tells me, is Broadway. So each of the stations or little sets almost that we're going to stop by and visit are each representing a different Broadway show. Okay, we're talking to Aiden Nieves, who is putting on this wonderful fashion show for cats in honor of Matilda at the Algonquin Hotel with the Mayor's Alliance of New York City Animals. Ada, tell me what we're doing here today. Well, the most important thing is that we're enjoying feline love and all for a good cause to help raise awareness and funds for the Mayor's Alliance of New York City Animals, like you said, and hopefully save some more kittens because uh, there's so many out there and they, they have a van in front of the hotel with a bunch of them that need to be adopted beautiful great great cause 
Tell me a little bit about what we can expect to see here today with the fashion show. Well, this year we decided to go with the theme of Broadway musicals. So we have Milo playing Legally Blonde, and he was actually raised by a chihuahua oh my as goodness. a baby. We have the Phantom of the Opera. This is R2-D2. And Q, the brother, who is playing the angel of music in the Phantom of the Opera theme with Mommy, Sarah, and they all have masks. This is too cute. We have Chicago with Malika Samuels, an actress from Nickelodeon. Great. We have Mamma Mia. We have a bright cat, Mamma Mia. Rock of Ages with Cody and Tigger. Sus as wicked, beautiful, beautiful. I mean, so many little felines, and and, the, and most important, I mean, these owners are sharing the love that they have of their, from their cats that are all rescues. Beautiful, beautiful thing. Yes. Well, I can't wait to see this fashion show because I think we're in for a really big treat. Well, you know, it's, it's all for fun. You know, as usual, I like to dress up any, all the animals that are fun on my I way. I know you. Yeah, but uh, like I said, um, it's a way to create awareness, to have people smiling, getting together, and, you know, and just have fun and yeah. help. And help. Yeah, because they, yeah. It, it, takes a commu- it takes a village, they say, right? So we, we had to build the village. How long did it take you? Did you do all the costumes for today? I did all the costumes for today. When did you start working on this? I've been, well, gosh, it's so difficult because uh, I jumped from one show to the other. And I'm finishing this one right now. And I'm already working for another one September 6th. And a big one at Tompkins Square Park for Halloween. Halloween. So, you know, um, it's like one after the other. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it took you a while to get all this together, I would imagine. It takes, it takes They're a while. They're beautiful outfits. And, and, I'm, and I'm like uh, jumping from one thing to the, to the other. <laughs> I to put it all together. But it's so worth it when I see the, the smiling people and their owners. I just love it. Great. Thank yeah. you so much, Ada. Very excited to see you. Thank you. Have fun, Jody. <laughs> Okay, just state your name for me. Roger Trindabula. Okay, great. Roger, you know, Tara is a sensation around the country, as we know. Has she ever exhibited behavior like this before, where she's been so protective of your son, right? Yes. um, My son Jeremy is actually the one in the video that she did come out and protect. She has exhibited behavior like this before, just never on this level. Never on this, you know, stage where she comes out and risks her life in the middle of stuff. You know, I think there's been just other little things that she's always watching them uh, when he's playing and everything. And he was riding his bike the other day and fell and, and... she runs out to go see what happened and runs up to him and make sure he's okay and I thought that was I think it dawned on us at that point we're like wow she, this is really this is really neat so she's like a dog and a kitty and run exactly like a protector have you have they grown up together or yes we actually adopted um, Tara for all she adopted us following us home from a park and we kept her we had her for about two years and then we had Jeremy our oldest and from that point on, they were very, very close. Um, we'd find her sleeping in the crib and things like that. So, you know, they grew up together from that point, and he's mildly autistic. And I think that really helps, like, the bond between them because they and, and help them be very close. And I think that animals feel that kind of energy, and they feel when, you know... A person needs them or vice versa so yeah I think you're absolutely right about that definitely I think they really did take care of each other's emotional needs and I thought mm-hmm. that was very special 
Absolutely. Now that Tara is sort of a bridge to, you know, do other things in a way, are you, have you done or are you planning to do anything um, utilizing Tara and your son's bond for other autistic kids or organizations? So we've, we actually decided, you know, on the trip and, and coming here, we've really been putting some thought and effort over the last two months into who we're going to support and what we want to do. You know, we really want to take her name and turn this into something that, you know, we can we can leverage her name and her heroic act to really change the minds of people about cats and also get cats adopted into good homes. And and really, I think, you know, cats and dogs and, and animals in homes, it's very important for kids to learn how to interact with them. And I think it's just, like you said, the bond that they create naturally between each other is very beneficial for both parties. So we think it's, we really want to support getting, helping kids with needs mm-hmm. and getting animals into those situations to help them on a nonverbal and a more of emotional level. Beautiful, beautiful. Is Tara going to be donning any fashion today? I was going to try to get her into (laughs) her outfit. Um, She's going to wear a cape from the Broadway show Pippin. But we have not done it yet because she was walking around and uh, she doesn't want to probably be in it too much. Right. (laughs) So we want to make, we're going to put her on her soon and see how that works out. Great. Well, cape for a little superhero. Yep. Thank you so much. Thank you. Just state your name for me, Amy Henkel. And are you Milo's owner? I am Milo's owner. Oh, you lucky lady. So Milo was raised by a chihuahua? He was. Oh my goodness, you have to tell me that story. (laughs) Well, Milo was found by a dog in the woods, and he was brought to his owner. The owner looked for his mom, couldn't find it, brought to another neighbor who was bottle feeding Milo, keeping him alive. But then that person also took in a chihuahua who had given birth to a litter of dead puppies. So she realized that Mimi, the chihuahua mom, was missing her puppies, had all this milk to give, put the two of them together, and it was love at first sight. So I adopted the two of them together, and they still act like mother and son. It's really amazing. Oh, my God. That's a beautiful story. Thank you. And Milo likes to get dressed up, or is this a first for Milo? We did this last year for for this fashion show, but he doesn't dress up on a regular basis. We just (laughs) do this for charity. Got it. You know, he's got a rock-a-boy style. Exactly. Every once in a while, a bow tie. There you go. You know. He's looking very, very dapper today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Great. Just state your name for me. Michael Lucretia. Great. Hi, Michael. You own Vito, who is a Broadway cat. Yes. He's an actor and therapy animal. Wonderful. Tell me about how he got involved in, in Broadway and what he's doing right now. He is a therapy animal, so we're doing outreach work, and mm-hmm. I do a lot of work with pet partners myself, and he became an actor when he was three years old, and then from that point on, until he was about uh, six years old, he did commercials, print, and some TV. Tell me a couple of things that we might know. He played Christian Amonpur on Club Bear Nation. He played part of the role of Emily Dickinson on 30 Rock. He also uh, starred on Broadway as Cat in Breakfast at Tiffany's. By the time he was around six years old, he got the role as a cat on Broadway in Breakfast at Tiffany's. And I'm part of Pet Partners, too, with my dog, Sophie. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, cool. it's a wonderful, wonderful organization. Yeah. So what kind of uh, facilities do you and me We've been to uh, adult daycare, uh, nursing home. When we were in Miami, we went to the South Point Nursing Rehabilitation Center mm-hmm. down in South Beach. We've visited a lady with fourth stage cancer because he's rated complex, and it was her last wish to meet a feline, mm-hmm. see a feline. 
wonderful. And then we also go to de-stress the students. We've done recently Juilliard and Pace this past year at NYU. Great, great, great. So has he made any friends on Broadway from his show experiences? Yeah, he got along with Corey, played the lead in Breakfast at Tiffany's. And then he, he got along quite nicely with Amelia Clark. She loved him. Beautiful. And what plans are coming up for him? We are up for a big commercial, but I don't want to announce it because... Don't jinx it. You know, we're still on standby for it, so you don't know sometimes whether or not things pan out or not. Yeah. So, but it could be huge. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck. Good luck. We'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Oh, uh, thank you. All right. Thank you. Oh, uh, I appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> so, Ada, Martini thinks he's a chihuahua. Martini lives with eight chihuahuas. He definitely thinks he's one and act like one at home. So I, every day, I am, you know, or, or day here and there, we practice sit and down and commands and all of that. Martini does it with the chihuahuas. No okay? way. Yes, he loves and then he loves to open drawers. Really. If I have he, to, he does this on his own or you taught him? No, he does that on his own. It's funny because the first job that we got was at um, Animal Planet with Cats 101. And he's the host of the Long Coat uh, Cats. He's the host of the whole episode, right? Right. And when he did that, that, he probably has been with me like three or four days only. And, the, and nobody knew. Only the agents knew that he was a new cat. But, the, you know, everyone on set thought, you know, that was a trained cat. And then they come and ask me, is he going to do this and that, you know, for the show? And I was like, well, you know, cats are temperamental, so let's see how he does. He did all the commands to a T. I don't believe it. And the, uh, having cats no, my Listen, own. I, couldn't be, I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> and the directors and the staff, you know, the, whole, the producers, everybody was complimenting how well I trained Martini. I was taking it and laughing. You because gotta tell them like, a chihuahua trained martini. Yes, because I was like, okay, I do not know who that cat is, but um, he's been working today for a long. It's been a long day for yeah. him today. He's tired, and he's already giving me commands <laughs> and saw. telling and telling me <laughs> that he had enough. So I saw. he's the king. So I follow his, you know. His Royal Highness uh, commands. Well, like we talked about, you always know where you stand with a cat. Yes. He's wearing a beautiful leopard vest. Tell yes. me a little bit about it. Well, Martini, because he's a rescue, and he was used to be outside all the time. And I noticed at home that he would sit on the window. I guess every cat sit on the window, but I, I kind of noticed him, like, uh, wanting to go and explore because he was from the streets. I felt so bad, and then I decided to make him a harness with the leash, of course, had to be matching. It wouldn't be me of if it's not course. if it doesn't have rhinestones and it's not matching. Duh, you know, you're preaching to the converted. <laughs> yeah. So I I made his harness. I took him to Tompkins Square Park, and he wanted to walk to the dog around because he wanted to go and play with the dog. <laughs> and I had to be on the other side of the park because I had to talk. Yes, I talked to my cat, <laughs> and I had to ex- and I had to explain to him that not all dogs are friendly. Does he think that all those are chihuahuas? <laughs> true, true. So, yeah, so, but um, people will be passing us and thinking that he was a, a dog because Martin is pretty medium sized. He's and, a big boy. And you for will a cat. see the, the neck whip lashing like, what? Is that a cat walking? I said, yes. Oh, well, so okay. funny. Well, this vest is gorgeous. It's yes. a beautiful brown leopard vest with 
What is that? Amber it's, it's, rhinestones? Yes, or? It's amber rhinestones and it's made out of cotton because he has his long coat. Yes. And I don't want his coat to be matted on also to, abs to, to absorb on the heat. Yeah. So I thought that this fabric was more convenient for him. Fantastic. And um, then he always wear it. <laughs> Can you tell me about the beautiful fashions that these two lovely senior rescue cats have? I, what are their names again? R2D2 and Q. Yes. Great their, names. their mama uh, is a big Star Wars fan. <laughs> great, great name. So R2D2 yes. is wearing. Okay, so R2D2 will be representing Red Dead in the Phantom of the Opera. But like you see, I hand painted a cat phantom because it's the cat phantom of the opera. Oh my God. Okay. Oh my and God. then he's wearing, and then I made him a satin shirt with ruffles, uh, collar, mm -hmm. and cuffs. Mm -hmm. He has a little mask. Representing that he's, a, you know, like the phantom. Yeah. And then I like the satin fabric because uh, it's so soft for their hair. It doesn't. And matter. it's light. It's light. It's perfect. Thin. I mean, yeah. I'm a big fan of satin fabric. Okay. Mm. People think I'm crazy. I would be in satin all day long. <laughs> it's tough to yeah. work with yeah. sometimes. It's it very on difficult the satin that you have. The blends maybe are yeah. a little bit easier. Well, I'm, I, 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 I love the fabric. Yeah, it looks and, great. And for me, usually when I'm dressing up pets that are long coat, I try to go for that type of fabric. Yorkies, Matisse, mm -hmm. long coat cats, mm -hmm. you know, long coat rats. Yeah, <laughs> we can't forget that you do rat fashion too. Yes. Ada is a fashionista and designer of all species. Yes. So, and then, yes. you, okay, in the Phantom of the Opera, Christine, who is one of the, the main characters, right, whom the Phantom is in love with. Yes. His dad talked to her about the angel of music. And that's how she met the Phantom of the Opera originally, thinking that, you know, he is her mentor and is the, the angel of music. So, Hugh is the angel of music. And she's got beautiful angel wings. Yes, right? he got the, the wings. He also has a little mask. Again, the same type of fabric with the satin, the ruffle skirt. It's basically the same shirt, just mm -hmm. one in white and one in a darker mm -hmm. color because it represents the good and the evil on, on, on everybody, right? Like in the Phantom and I all of us. I love it. They look absolutely spectacular. <laughs> Thank you. Thank and you. then the uh, outfit that uh, Legally, Legally Blonde. Blonde yes. is wearing when, uh, Milo. Yes, my, Milo. Milo is going metrosexual today. Yeah, yeah, the same as Martini. He's he in pink, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so Milo, who, by the way, was raised by a Chihuahua. I know. His mommy yes. told me. Yes, he was really. Great so story. It, it was a great, it was the perfect match of the musical and the model. Um, I hand-painted the Chihuahua that has been his mom since he was born on the back of the shirt. Oh, my God, Ada. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. Yes. Wow. It's just, yeah. It's touching. And then we have Wicked. Wicked has a little uh, witch hat. And if you look closely, it has painted uh, a tooth, Wicked. Oh, in there? In there, yes. I haven't even been there. Oh, you haven't been there? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're going to meet Suze, uh, who's playing Wicked on The Wizard of Oz, right? Mm -hmm. And then if you check on the hat, it has the legs of the of the, the, East, the East Witch. That were the, was under the house. Under the house with the with the red slippers. Oh my God! Are on the hat. Oh my and God! In, and in the back of his shirt, I painted one of the monkeys. 
god, you yes. don't leave anything out. How I creative. Love, well, I love painting, and probably that's a lot of, that's a, a lot, many of the designs that you're going to find today, I hand-painted a lot of things. Fantastic. I have Rock of Ages, again, I hand-painted the logo and fire because they're stars and very rock-looking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Mamma Mia, she's, she's looking for her father before her wedding, right? And she's dressed in, in a short wedding gown. Mm-hmm. Um, Matilda. Matilda is a five-and-a-half-year-old girl that reads everything that finds on her way. And so I made a inspired like in a crossword puzzle, which is black and white. I made that dress black and white that had different um, words of inspirations by Matilda around the dress. You know, like Phenomenon Child, um, The Power of Imagination, read books and things like that. So, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Amazing work, as always. <laughs> Amazing work. Very excited to be here. Yeah. Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you. <laughs> Sit. Stay. We'll be right back. Right after we kibble a little with our sponsors. You love your dog and you want to spend as much time with him as you can. But in your car can be distracting and dangerous for you both. You want what's best for your dog and now you can give it to him. Pup Saver is the simple, secure solution for car safety. And now Pup Saver has optional seatbelt straps. Just move the passenger seat all the way back, pull the seatbelt out until it clicks or stops, then use the provided clip to lock the seatbelt at the retraction point. Attach Pup Saver's seatbelt safety straps and release the slack until just snug around the top. Then reclip at the seatbelt retraction point. Then latch the tether, which you've adjusted to the length of your dog's front legs, onto his harness or collar, and you're done! Your dog is comfy, secure against roaming, and still near enough to pet. In a sudden stop or impact, the Pup Saver will protect your dog from the dashboard and windshield by enveloping him like a catcher's mitt and staying securely on the seat. Secure, safe, simple Pup Saver. For more information, go to PupSaver.com. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress, babysitter extraordinaire, college student, and animal enthusiast, is on her own for the first time in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the tales of the city. Every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Just say your name for me, Malika Samuel. Great, and Malika, you're an actress. Yes, I am. And your beautiful cat is Ferrara. Yes, she is. Who was dressed in a gorgeous red satin gown, um, sort of inspired by Chicago. Yes, she is. She's a little Roxy right here. Oh, love trouble loves the style. Loving that. So, does Ferrara participate in you know these kinds of fashion shows? Has she before? You know what? She has. Her debut was actually at Matilda's birthday party last year at the Algonquin Hotel. The theme last year was, you know, little storybooks and stuff, so she wore a beautiful Beatrice Potter-inspired outfit by Ada Nieves. Very cool. And so we love Ada. This, yes, we do. Her designs are wonderful. So yeah, Ada designed this one as well. This one's a Chicago-influenced Roxy design. She's playing a feisty character. Yes, 
sure this is, year. Which she is. She's a little diva, of course. Loving so that. The dress was completely appropriate. Loving that. Does she yeah. like to dress up? You know what? I have no idea whether or not she really likes it, but she does it well. <laughs> she does it with attitude. She does it with attitude, and she'll sit that. there, and she's a little ham. She's a little ham, and she'll take all the photos and pose and pose. And she has two other siblings, and they don't behave like this at all. So I have no idea why this little mutt stray off the streets of Brooklyn is so fabulous. But isn't that, that the way goes? it always isn't is? Isn't that the way it yes. is? Everyone and below, woo, they rise, they rise, they and she do. loves <laughs> Tell me about you. What's going on with you? Oh, well, myself. So I'm an actor. I've been acting since I was six. I've done Broadway, theater, off-Broadway, um, television. I recently just wrapped a Nickelodeon show called Nick Studio 10 um, commercial. Ada told me you guys worked together on that show. Yes, we did. We did Nick Studio 10 together. Ada's dog Mojito is our little show mascot, Tito, you know, for the kids who can't really say Mojito. So we had Tito, and he's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful chihuahua. So I became friends with Ada through that process, and after that I got involved with this crazy underground world of pet fashion, which is like runway shows with like Victoria's Secret models has nothing on these mutals, okay? These cats are, are fabulous, and seeing some of them and how they wear these dresses and they like ham it up, people, you know, have like a thing against cats, they think they're lazy, they're not friendly. I have met nothing but friendly, friendly cats here, and... That's pretty amazing, and I think that's something a lot of people need to see, especially since downstairs there's so many kittens that are up for adoption. So me, myself, growing up, my brothers and I, we all, anytime we saw an animal on the street, we brought them in. There was a point we had 14 cats in the house, two dogs, four turtles, two hamsters, four birds, and a oh my big God. tank of fish. Oh, yeah. my God. And, and a the, partridge in a pear tree. Right? And the funny thing is my mother would always be like, we're only keeping it until we find it a home. Ten years later. Your home. Right? Ten years later. <laughs> later they're still there and I kind of like continued that so Ferrer I was walking down the street saw a cat limping in a garden she had a thorn stuck in her paw I was like you're coming home with me her brother I saw him in an alleyway getting beat up by some kids I said shoo little brat you're coming home with me kitty (laughs) and the other one her youngest little sister was actually born during Hurricane Sandy and so her whole litter um Unfortunately, didn't survive, but she was actually the runt of the litter. Yeah, the and tough ain't one. ain't that the way it goes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and ain't that the way it goes. So, exactly. yeah. So, when can we see the Studio 10? Well, actually, Nick Studio 10 is done, So, um, but you can go to Nick.com, and there's clips from it, and uh, that was a fun time, a really, really great time, so I'm looking forward to the next few projects. Just shot a few commercials and did a few little theater things, but, you know, Keep your eyes out for myself and for Ferreira. I will, and continued success. Of course, thank you. Thank Thank you you. so much. Appreciate it. (laughs) Tell me your name. Karen Brewer. Your cats are just chilling, hanging out. They're amazing. It looks like, you know, just another day at the office. They're professional models. They are professional models. Um, Tigger's done this before. He's a pro. He did it last year for Ada. Ada Nieves Designs is, she does the most fabulous clothes. I know. And we got a visitor. We do. <laughs> Hi, Vito. <laughs> 
And you will see they, the boys have a calendar out now. They're in cats and sweaters put out by Race Point Publishing. Amazing. Tigger is on the Good Life Cat Food website. They have okay. agents. They have a professional photographer. They got their own clothing designer, Aiden Nieves. Oh, my God. And what's their, what's their this cat's name? This is Cody. Cody. Cody, Cody is rocking the metrosexual look today. Yes, he is. He's playing very Sherry cool from Rock of Ages. Yeah. And Tigger is playing Drew from Rock of Ages. Very cool. Drew is a wannabe rock star who falls in love with the country girl from Kansas, Sherry. And it's a story of their love story. I love it. And, and they're siblings to boot. They're so siblings. They were both good. born in my laundry room. How July did they 27, get involved in this career? They started out when they were babies. I sent their pictures out to Catfood companies. Do you need a model? Look at my babies. And they sent me Catfood coupons. No leads. I started sending, doing more pictures, posting them online. Baka the Labradoodle. He's a famous dog model. He does Tommy Hilfiger. He's a therapy dog. His mom and I correspond by Facebook. And she's like, oh, here's my agent. You have to talk to the agent. So I started sending out resumes to the agents and pictures. And Tigger got picked up by an agent in January. And then we added Cody to the roster. Fantastic. So he's with Gloria Winship. Gloria Winship. Gloria Winship. Based out of New York or California? It's, she's based in California, but she also has an office in New York. And it's Gloria W I N S H I P. I have somebody who would love that information. All animal actors. Fantastic. She is. What's fabulous. up next for these boys? <laughs> Don't know. Um, they, Ada does have another fashion show coming up next month uh-huh. in Queens. And they're going to participate wants, in that. She wants both boys in there. Uh huh. I made you one. <laughs> And they don't mind wearing the clothes. They do not mind wearing clothes. They love wearing clothes. I've been practicing with Cody with his... I don't think you're going to get a response. <laughs> I've been practicing with Cody wearing his sister's skirts and stuff. <laughs> he How many it. cats do you have? I have seven cats. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Tigger and Cody are a litter of, from a litter of five, which were born in my laundry room. Cody's the oldest. Tigger's the middle child. Wow. Tried finding homes for them. Nobody wanted kittens. So we Bless ended up you. stuck with them. Bless you. Yeah, I have a 14-year-old and a 2-year-old also. Yeah, things could be a lot worse yes. than to be stuck with seven lovely cats. Mm-hmm. So awesome. they're, they're yeah, they're doing great. These fashions are These beautiful. Are, How much they? do you know about what they're wearing? I, we know that Ada made them, designed them, and made them. Beautiful they're denim. Beautiful denim. There's four fur, everything's yep. hand-painted, the flames signifying their passion, their hot for love, their passion. <laughs> the skull of the fish, uh-huh. or what is it, skeleton the bones, of the fish? The skeleton, bones, yeah. Indicate that they're bad to the bone. Ooh, I love that. So all the and studs, really the cool studs. I love the, you know, kind of tutu underneath the denim skirt. I love it. Very, that. very cool. It's like a little crinoline underneath. It is. Thank you so much, Karen. This has been great. <laughs> Continued success to the boys. Thank you very much. Okay. Great talking to you. You too. <laughs> I'm Martha Kennedy, and I am the founder of the Elegant Hair Luxury Pet products. I love it. These are beautiful, beautiful cashmere pillows cashmere. that the kitties at this fashion show are reclining on, relaxing on, showing off on. And this is your first day, My first official day in, day in business. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. It's exciting. It's exciting. Thanks to Dana. 
very exciting. Tell me a little bit about how this got started. Why pillows and cashmere sweaters? Okay. For cats and dogs or just cats, cats? and dogs and people? Uh-huh. Everybody loves cashmere. Yes. And I found out a way to re- repurpose it. So I've collected sweaters from everyone in my family and I said there's got to be something fabulous I can do with these. So my first idea was to make pillows. And I partnered with a friend of mine. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. She's been a seamstress for 50 years. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know what? We can make sweaters out of the sleeves. So we started doing these, and we just got carried away. These are simple ones, but we do with bridal beading, with rhinestones, and everyone is one of a kind, so nobody will ever see another animal wearing their sweater. The pillows are cashmere on both sides, and they're hand-decorated. And, and once an beautiful. animal gets on, they, they, can't, they can't get off the sweater. Yeah, and the patterns... Uh, you know, they're really fantastic, um, and they look very, very cozy. They're, they're fabulous. And now we're even doing neck warmers for animals. It's just like a collar with rhinestones, and hopefully I'm going to get into a store like Bendel's where we can have them for women or matching people and their pets. Yes, that's becoming the thing to do is the matching. I know that. Okay, I learned something new today. Absolutely. Right. Go for it. Wishing you tons Thank of success. You. Thank you. I'm Leslie Martini. Hi, Leslie. I'm Jody. Um, Hi, Jody. You are writing a book about a really, really interesting topic, the famous Matilda cat of the Algonquin. Tell me about this. That's right. We have a house cat named Lila, and we were always watching her, and she's so frustrated and bored, and, and all of a sudden I said to my daughter, I think she wants to get out of this suburbia and go somewhere where she can be famous. The big and city. The big city. And then my daughter said, you know what it is, Mama? She wants to meet Matilda. And we all of a sudden came up with this idea that she did. I mean, she has. She gets so angry and frustrated with the dogs, and she thinks that she deserves a better life. So <laughs> the book is its a children's picture book, and it's about a cat, um, a lonely cat that has big dreams. And I think all children and all people have big dreams. And it's about, it's a little bit about, you know, wanting what you can't have. But this cat, ultimately, through her dream, has the opportunity to meet Matilda. And she is so excited and so overwhelmed. But at the end of the day, she, at the sort of the end of the evening, when she has this wonderful evening, she wants to get back home because she's a little afraid and wants what she knows and what she's comfortable with. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. So it is a little bit of that, but her mother says, well, maybe we could go to the Algonquin together and meet Matilda. So it's a children's book, and it's, um, but it was inspired by the people at the Algonquin and Matilda and the history of this wonderful cat that was, you know, since 1930s has been this legend. And Absolutely, absolutely. Have you reached out to the people at the Algonquin? Oh, I have. Yeah, they approved the manuscript, and um, they wrote actually the foreword because the foreword is the history of Matilda, and she has this incredible history because there, before Matilda, it was Hamilton, and John Barrymore is the one who brought the cat in. So I definitely talked with them before because I wanted to make sure that they were okay with it and use. You know the use of their name and the use of their na- their cat's name. So we had we had all of that, and they read the manuscript and loved it. And Fantastic. so yeah. So that's is it possible that one day your cat's name is Lila? Yes, Lila will get to meet Matilda. Uh, that's my hope. That's my hope because it it's kind of based on reality. I mean, this cat is always looking for something better, but it reminds me of a child. You know, children are always and, and adults. You're always striving for something else, and so. 
I hope so. I hope that you will. But we brought a, a little kitty here today that's a small ragdoll pearl, and she got to meet Matilda. But it's not the same as Lila. Lila's the one who really wants to meet It's Lila's story. That's right. It's Lila's what do you story. think our pets teach us? Just that, we, that they are human, and that we all have these human emotions, and that we all want to... We all have dreams, and life is about these dreams and ambitions and wanting... I don't want to say wanting more, but aspiring for something. And so I think that's it's healthy. It's not a bad thing to to want, but it just sometimes you want and want, and then you realize that you you kind of have what's what you want. And so this in this situation, she wanted to get back home because she missed her family. And she realized um, that what, what right. was really important to her, she had all along. That's right. So she had a taste of it, and she loved yeah. it, but she also missed the the human touch of her owners because that's what all she knew yeah. and so we all have big dreams and I think it's that the animals teach us to dream yeah that's and beautiful thank you so much thank you I'm sorry to say we're all out of time. It's been so much fun covering this cat fashion show to benefit the Mayor's Alliance of NYC Animals. If you want to learn more about this great organization, visit AnimalAllianceNYC.org. And uh, I want to thank Ada Nieves for an amazing time, incredible fashions. It's been a lot of fun and very interesting to see how she was inspired by Broadway shows and what she created. You can see more of that on the Bark and Swagger page of the Pet Life Radio site. So join me next time. I thank you so much for listening. Fashion is my passion, and I look forward to bringing you more of what I love. Don't forget to visit me on BarkandSwagger.com for stories about fierce fashion and more. And remember, when fierce fashion calls, what are we going to do? Bark and Swagger. Bye-bye, everyone. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.